Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. Doing Alabama. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? back. We're back! back. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Stu and Al pod. We're back! Stu, we're back. How does it feel? We're back. Yeah. On top of the world, mate. Top of the world. Top of the world, looking down on creation. Creation. You can see. Stu, I've got a big bottle of Heineken today. Oh, I've got a bottle of... Camden Hell. Camden, Camden, Camden is that? Stuart, is Camden down in London? London? I watched the Royal Family the other week, so uh, I heard that episode. So, Stu, we are back. Oh, wow. Yes? Speaking of freezing cold. Yeah. Do you, do you know why geese fly south for the winter? Uh, no, why? Because it's too far for them to walk. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> after that bombshell let's carry on so Stu it's, it's been mm. Christmas it's been New Year we're back in lockdown again oh it's all gone mad hey, how are you doing Stu how are you doing yeah good mate and, and how good. are you listeners leave a pause there for them to answer and we'll glad carry glad to hear on. it listeners glad, glad to, to hear it, it. Oh, that thanks for all your downloads as well we've yeah. had a lot of downloads over the um, Christmas period so it's been we great have. Our Christmas special episode, Stu, is one of our most downloaded episodes at the moment. Yeah. And on our last check, we had new downloads from here in Leicester, uh, Stuttgart in Germany, and mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas. Yeah, So hello to all of you there. Yeah, get in contact. Hey, we're Stu and Alpod at gmail.com or on the socials. We're Stu and Al, at Stu and Alpod on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Twitter and the Instagram. In now, the Stu, I have got some bad news to start with. Oh, no. What's going on? Now, I know you're not a fan of his. And I'm, after today, after what I've heard, I'm not a fan of him at the moment either. So, a friend of mine at the BBC has sent me a recording. It never made it to air. But I've got a recording of an old friend of ours on the TV show Dragon's Den. Now, I'm not going to give too much away, Stu. I'm just going to pass you the tape and you can play it. Okay, here's the tape. What's up? There you go. Click. Hello and welcome back to Dragon's Den, where I... (laughs) (laughs) Where um, uh, a man called Uncle Dorogay is trying to sell his idea about a podcast. Let's listen in. Hello, Dragons. Wait, wait, wait. Why is he Uncle Dorogay to them? That's what his name is. Will he just be Dorogay? No. He's no one's uncle. Anyway, let him continue. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Hello, dragons. Uh, uncle Dorigay here, of course. Uh, back once again. Well, I really, well, I've not been back once again because I've never been here before. But uh, I'm here to sell you my idea. And a uh, percentage of my company you're going to get is uh, 2.5% for £372. Now, uh, my idea, Dragons, is for a podcast. It's called the Uncle Dorogay Podcast. And very simple what it is, is uh, that I'll do things on it. Like I'll do silly voices, uh, you know, for an intro. And then I'll do things like a top three. Each week I'll discuss something that I enjoy, top three of. I'll also talk about things from the 90s. Uh, I'll do a section I'm going to call, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. 
Then I'll do something called In the News, followed by something called Bastard Mind, which I'll go into uh, later on, if you don't mind. Then I'll uh, come up with fictional stories about a pub called The Bag of Nails. And then I might <laughs> do an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger doing uh, silly things. Now, what do you think of that, Dragons? Uh, let's go to you first, Peter Jones. Um, uh, Uncle Dorigo, is it? Uh, I can't do his voice, can I? What? <laughs> <laughs> now, that sounds like a shit idea for a podcast. I don't believe that anyone would listen to that. I mean, who wants to talk about the fucking 90s? Hello, we're in the 2020s now. And what was that thing? Buster Mind? That sounds like a rip-off of Mastermind. <laughs> sounds absolute shite. Bago nails, bago shite. <laughs> How about you, Hillary DeVee? Hello, it's Hillary DeVee here. I'm that woman with the shoulder pads who looks like a dragon. <laughs> now, I like my podcasts, but I like listening to ones that are naughty. You know, the one that talk about cocks and fannies and stuff. Now, I don't like the sound of your podcast because it sounds shit. No one will want to hear your top threes or any top threes of anyone who isn't famous. So I'm going to pass you over now to Duncan Bannertime. What's that? Yeah, yeah, fucking... That sounds like the shittest thing, and I'll never play it in my health spot, Bannertimes, because it sounds a lot of shit. And like I say to my wife after sex, I'm out. <laughs> oh, come on, please. It could be very good. There's two people called Stu and Al that do it. You know what? You stole it out there, have you, wee pal? Well, I tell you what, if you didn't get out of here, I'll take my Doc Martin boots and stomp you into the fucking ground. Hey, <laughs> let's get security in here. Actually, I don't even need the security. Hillary, you get them. <laughs> All right, I'll get him. Get out of here, you fucking knob, you twat. And then the cut, the recording just cuts off there, Stu. But I can't believe. <laughs> yeah, you fucking knob. <laughs> I can't believe that a friend of ours, Uncle Dorogay, would try and steal our idea. I'm glad the dragons had our back. Well, I, I don't know. They sounded like they said the podcast would be shit. So only because Dorogay pitched it wrong though I mean yeah we, we'd have got it I had a message from Duncan Bannatine on our Instagram page the other day oh it yeah just said love the show I'm pissed chasing rats nice so it sounds like he was having a good time yeah well cool. anyway let's carry on with our podcast and welcome everyone back to 2021 here Hello. is top three In each episode, me and Stu discuss our favourite things about something. We pick a topic, and then we discuss our top three about it. The last, in the last episode, way, way back in December of 2020, I uh, said to Stuart that uh, the top three this, for this episode would be our top three Father Ted characters that are not regulars. So you couldn't have Ted, Dougal, Father Jack, or Mrs. Doyle. Stu, I found this incredibly difficult. I don't know about you. Nope, got my favourite three straight away. Did you? Oh. Yeah, because I've always liked these ones for a very long Well, you know who my favourite one is, don't yeah. you? So. <clears throat> so I tried to go even deeper. I tried to pick characters that are maybe only in one scene of an episode, like the mm. real just kind of bit part characters. So I'm hoping that I've, I've managed to do that pretty well. So Stu, let's start with you. Tell us your number three. 
when you say that though, Al, are they still your top three though? I know you've yeah. delved deep, but have yes. you stuck to the um I I think because of what they do in the episodes <laughs> and for how little time they're on, they always make me laugh, these three characters. So I have Fair. I'm quite happy with them. So yep, yeah, come on then, let's go with your number three. Uh Larry Duff. Yeah. <laughs> Good character. I mean, you gotta feel sorry for him, haven't you, every time He's on the show. Something always awful happens to him. Yeah. There's a little scene, my favourite scene with Larry Duff. He's like, he's on the phone to Ted. So he's like, ah, hello, Ted. Ah, grand, yeah. Bit of a problem. Uh, we might not make it to the picnic. <laughs> but you know Father Williams that was driving us over? Well, they found a big bunch of machine guns in his house. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you think you know someone. <laughs> Isn't that one where one of them tries to run away and one of the soldiers just guns him down? Yeah, that was uh, that's Father Williams that makes yeah. the run. Um, <laughs> I think in the socials in a bit, someone's actually picked him. So. Oh, really? Hmm. Oh, good character. But yeah, Larry Duff, I mean, you've got the avalanche that he yeah. suffers. He swapped, uh, did he swap guinea pigs for Rottweilers in his house or something like that? Ah, yeah, something. He ends up having like 15 Rottweilers in his house. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's stacking the pyramid of playing cards and then he picks up a stapler instead of his phone. <laughs> and then he answers it and then staples himself and then collapses on the pyramid. <laughs> Plus others, which I probably forgot. But um, yeah, he's grand in the old, old Larry. Yeah, he's Lazar. So he's my number three. Excellent. <laughs> Well, for my number three, Stu, I have gone with Father Austin Purcell. Now, do mm. you know who that is? Austin Purcell? No, you have to remind me on that one. So, Austin Purcell, Purcell is also better known as the most boring priest in the world. All right, yeah. yeah. He was in the episode Think Fast, Father Ted. Um, he's probably the character that has most screen time out of the three that I've picked. I've got a few things that I want to tell you about him because I found some stuff that I think was uh, that I just thought was really funny. So some of the lines he says are uh, that the entire population of a village in Nigeria once sailed to their deaths on a crocodile-infested lake to escape him. <laughs> That's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he likes to talk about his favourite humming noises, and uh, <laughs> um, he also okay. was, he also says that he once uh, he claims to have once known a woman but she died soon afterwards. <laughs> and also... I thought you were talking about the one with the boring voice. This is oh someone no. else, isn't it? Yeah, that's someone else. But also, uh, what I found out about him as well, actually the actor, um, in 2014, uh, the guy who played him, Keaton, returned to the role performing a stand-up routine and hosting pub quizzes entirely in character, which oh, is no. pretty good. And he's also set up a Twitter page for the character... And a web website where fans can purchase customised Father Purcell video greetings, which I think is brilliant. Oh, I like the cameo thing. Oh, yeah, as your so, birthday sorted then. Yeah, so that's my that's my number three. I think he's a very good good character. Okay, go on and give us your number two. Number two, I've got Father Damien Lennon or <laughs> Father Damo. Yeah. <laughs> Father Damien, your tea is ready. Go on, a minute. Tell him I'm having it here. <laughs> frosty. You call him Frosty. <laughs> so, uh, Father Damo, who became friends with Dougal, who led him down a bit of a dark path, didn't he, when he got him? Yeah. To have his ears pierced and everything like that. 
He stole the whistle of... Oh, fuck, I forgot to write his name down. Yeah, I know what you mean. I can't remember his name either. No, but it's the one that Dougal got accused of stealing, wasn't it? And it yeah. turned out to be Barbara Damo. But, um, yeah, he's... Uh, when you watch the episode, he's, uh, he's a good one. Dougal, who would you like best? Oasis or Blur? Blur. What? Oasis, I'm in Oasis. <laughs> Such a good character. See you later, Dougal. <laughs> <laughs> and Stu, that actually follows on to my number two. Uh, my number two is from the same episode, The Old Grey Whistle Thief. And I've picked the couple that swear ah. at the picnic. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've picked them because whenever I watch the episode, they really make me laugh. Like, one of them is played by Arthur Matthews. He's one of the creators of Father Ted. And it's just the way they, they say things it's, like... Um, John, and, John and Mary. Yeah. No, it's not John and Mary. It's that John and Mary is the people in the shop. Oh, okay. Two different characters. And it's, uh, <coughs> it's when they say, what the fuck are you doing here? Fuck uh, off. Don't swear. Yeah. <laughs> and they fuck off, you grasshole. Yeah, and he's yeah. Point, Father Ted points to a sign at the... Uh, the picnic area that says no swearing. No swearing. F-U-P-E-O-F-F. <laughs> and it's just a bit where the woman says, hit him, Frank. I'll hit him for you. She fucking will as well. <laughs> it's <kind of laughs> so funny. <laughs> Brilliant. Such good characters. Yeah, but I'm yeah. thinking of the, um, the couple in the shop, and I in the shop. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. hate each other and then just put the act on for everyone else. Yeah. So I couldn't find much information about them. I just, I think they're hilarious. They're really good. <laughs> right, go on, let's do give us your number two. The no, best you're character. You're number one. Number one, one yeah. yeah. So this is the best character of, uh, even if we included the main four, I'd still would have picked him for number one. It's Father Finton Stack. Yeah. <laughs> now, I got a few scenes that he did. Um, yeah. We'll do the um, we'll do the one we always do in a minute. But while you were out, I got the keys to your car and I drove it into a big wall. <laughs> and if you don't like it, tough. <laughs> I've, I've had, had my fun, fun. <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> and the best part is when the um the priest ran to watch the sports day. And he comes in. What are we watching? We're looking at the sports day. Ah, young boys running around in shorts. I bet you like that, don't you? And you, only you're thinking what they'd look like without the shorts. You're sitting there, imagining them with a huge grin on your face, you dirty fecker. Might I say that you're a very rude man? If you say that to me again, I'll put your head through a wall. <laughs> He's such a Boom. good character. Bye, Bye guys. Pair of wankers. <laughs> Such a so good character. The jungle-loving priest who manages to get Dougal pissed one night, to which Ted, I think Ted says at one point, even hit the one play jungle jungle music at three a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he ends up um, catching something from Father Jack's chair, doesn't he? And yeah. blacking him up at the end. But it's an amazing character and probably I'd say he's one of the best like sitcom characters yeah he's very, very in funny. history well good choices do good choices you can't so, beat Father Ted no Sorry, you can't. now uh, my number one again is from the episode The Old Grey Whistle Thief and 
I found it difficult not to pick this woman. And when I was thinking about which character I was going to do, I was on Twitter and there's a Father Ted quote of the day and it showed a picture yeah, yeah. of this woman. There she is. I'll just show you on the camera. All right, yeah. And it's the woman that says, what next? Somebody will be murdered. And then where we will be? Drive-by shootings in the night. It'll be like boys in the hood. And, and then they'll have hoes selling their wares in the middle of the street. And the pimps will be using crack cocaine to keep the whores under control. I'm going home, Father, to lock myself in the cupboard. <laughs> just thought she's such a funny character. <laughs> and I just, oh, that God. scene, I just find hilarious because it's just so over the top. And because straight after that as well, you get, John, you get the policeman in the helicopter, like coming over ahead and he's got like a rifle and he's trying to find this bloke who stole the whistle. And it's just such a funny character. Such a, I mean, that's my, I think that's my favourite episode, The Old Grey Whistle Thief. They've got so many good characters in it. <laughs> but yeah, brilliant. So Stu, let's go to socials. What have we got from the socials? Well, one of our regulars I've disappointed us this week um, Chris K. Yeah, he's not a big Father Ted fan, is he? Doesn't like Father Ted, which I was a bit surprised at, to be honest with you. But um, even when he doesn't contribute, he still gets a mention. It's the power yeah. of the comrades. Well done, Chris. But we've had some good um, suggestions here. Uh, our friend Michael Cullum again. Yeah. Hello, Michael. Uh, he's gone for Pat Mustard. Yeah. For the reasons of the theme tune, the prolific fathering of hairy babies. I forgot the fucking um, cruisers. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember his um, bumper sticker? Uh, milkman, do it on your doorstep, is it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was his number one, Big Pat. Uh, number two, this has been a popular one as well, Noel Furlong. Yeah. Uh, Ribbit Ant in a Caravan, and he really likes Tony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and number three, he's gone for Bishop Brennan, the yeah. illegitimate son. Uh, inadvertently playing his part in making the passion of St. Tibulus more successful than Jurassic Park. Yeah. Just don't call him Len. <laughs> don't call me Len, you little prick. I'm a bishop. Len, 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 Len. <laughs> how's the child? <laughs> <laughs> no, how's the son? The son of oh, God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mum took part in this this week. She's yeah. gone for Mrs. Carberry. Which one's she? Good for you, Farmer. Those fucking Greeks. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um, she's gone for Noel Furlong as well. Yeah. It wasn't like that last night when he crawled into bed at 10 past the 11. <laughs> and Dick Byrne. Yeah, uh, Father Dick Byrne. Rival. 17 caps of the Vatican over 75s. Looks after himself. Drinks only very, very fine wine. Can climb two flights of stairs. Needs only one nun to help him out of his chair. <laughs> that was the over 75s five side indoor football tournament. It was. Uh, Australian Dan. He's gone for Father Damo, who we've already covered. Yeah. Uh, Ian McLove, the TV presenter. <laughs> I have no idea. I remember at the end of that one. So, uh, Father, you got four out of five questions right on <laughs> your specialist subject, William Shatner's Trek Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if you get the general knowledge one, you win £500. Oh, no, people will think this, is a rig this has been rigged. John Paul II, what was his name before he was Pope? And he's just thinking, isn't he, right yeah. at the very end of the credits, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also gone for um, Bishop Brennan, and you put in brackets, Len. Yeah. Very good. 
Keza G has gone for John and Mary, who I yeah. was thinking of earlier. Get them fucking crunches out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> also, Noel Furlong, again. Yeah. Popular tonight. And uh, Larry Duff. Yeah. And uh, regular Gav. He's gone for Tom. Father. <laughs> I killed a man. I killed a man, father. <laughs> Pull over here. I need to get some cash. <laughs> It's my cat. It's my money. I just didn't want to fill out the forums. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes shot JR t-shirt. <laughs> he kills that crow. Bird. <laughs> uh, he picked also the Father Williams, the actual undercover IRA weapons um, hoarder. Oh, yeah. One of the mid run. And Sister Assumpter as well. Oh, yeah. Good we part. might not be coming um, back next year, Ted. They said Father Clippett does a good long mass. <laughs> Three hours he does on a good night. Since his stroke, that's value for money. <laughs> Brilliant. Is that everyone? And that is it, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad that some of the characters, Pat Mustard was one that I was considering, but uh, I'm glad mm. someone else said it as well because he's a great character. We didn't, the special mention needs to go to the, um, you know, the one that tries to steal his award. I can't remember his bloody name now. Oh, yeah, Father <laughs> Todd Unctious. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, Stu. So on the next, I've enjoyed episode, this one. Yeah, I found <coughs> it's been it very good. Yeah, it's 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 been a good one. So, Stu, it's your choice for the next episode. So, what is going to be the next top three? Right. So we're going to the world of Springfield. How Ooh. it's top three characters from The Simpsons that are not a Simpson. Oh, lovely. So, so anyone outside the Simpson family, you can have. So can you have Grandpa Simpson? No. Oh, because he's a Simpson. Excellent. <laughs> True. So anyone excellent. that doesn't have Simpson in their name, you can have. All right. Excellent. Well, thank you, Stu. So on the next episode, we want to hear your top three non-Simpsons Simpsons characters. So get in contact <laughs> with us if you've got some. Uh, if you've got those, give us a email at stuandalpod at gmail or find us on Twitter and Instagram at stuandalpod. So that was top three, and now it is time for no 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 nineties corner. Nineties corner. Nineties corner. Me and Stu bring something from the nineties and discuss it. If we think it's great, we will sweep it on through to nineties corner. If we think it's shit. And we will try and sell it in the Leicester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent. Stu, do you want to go first this week or do you want me to? I'll go first, Al. Go for it. I picked my favourite ever Western. It's Tombstone. Ooh! Released in 1993, starring Kurt Russell as White Earp, Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday, and Sam Elliott and Bill Paxton as Wyatt's brothers, Virgil and Morgan. Ah... This is one that's got Drew Barrymore in it. No. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Drew Barrymore? She's in a Western. I can't remember which one she's in. That was Bad Girls. Go on and tell so us yeah, about it. So, yeah, um, it's, 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 it's probably one of my favourite Western films. Um, I especially like the scene where the dickhead in there tries to show up Doc Holliday with his little flicking of the gun. All he's doing is little spins around with his pistol and... All that shit. Yeah. And then Doc Holloway just picks up a teacup and does exactly the same thing and embarrasses him in front of his pals. Oh, he mugs him right off. What oh, an yeah. 
I cannot remember the last time I saw this film. It must have been years and years and years ago. Um, it. It, it, was, it was a good film. I'm quite happy. Probably the best Western from the 90s. If I'm wrong, get in contact and let us know. But yes, I'd say it's Val Kilmer's best role. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, Stu, sweep it on in. Sweep it on in, sweep it on in, sweep it on in. <laughs> I didn't like it when Morgan died, though. That's a uh, sad part of that. Okay, mm. Stu. Now, I've picked something from the 90s, which I know I used to have and you used to have. But finding anything online is a real pain in the ass for this. So what I've picked is the Corinthians Pro Stars Ballers. Now, do you know what I'm talking about? The ones with the big heads. The ones with the big heads. Yeah. The little footballers. I've lost now, mine. At the minute they're missing. I've, I've still got a few left. They started in 1995 and they continued, I think, until 2008. But fucking hell, it is hard to find any information about them online. If you go online and put... Corinthians Pro Stars into Google, more than likely you will get most of your results that say that they're for sale, people trying to sell them and stuff. But actually mm. trying to find out information about the company or about how it started is so difficult. But I remember at school having these, you used to be able to get them from the shop, you'd get a pack where you wouldn't know which one you were getting and you'd pay yeah, it was a sealed uh, a pack, wasn't it? it? Yeah. And I think I always remember having, uh, Paul Ince was I think the first one that I got in an England shirt and I've still got that somewhere now. But other than that was that, the one that never stood up. It was always leaning to the side. <laughs> yeah, probably. But they were such good little characters. And there's, I did find online that there's people that have got hundreds of them, hundreds and hundreds just lined up. And yeah. they, they were brilliant. I mean, you couldn't do anything with them. They were just like little characters, but they were quite cool. I really liked them. I don't know. Did you, how many did you have? Did you have quite a lot? Or? Quite a few, yeah. But um, when we, we've had to like empty the loft. And I think they got lost during that, and I don't yeah. know where they are now. It's pretty sad. But I'm actually looking at one right now, the Ruby Costa one in this Fiorentina um, kit. I'd like to make <coughs> a shout-out to Twitter and Instagram. If you've got any Corinthian figures, please post them on Twitter or Instagram and tag us in it. Because I'd love to see what people have got. And I think I'm going to do that as well. So if you can do that as well, we'll just stop posting them. Because I'd like to see them. Because they just kind of disappeared. And... There must be, I mean, there's, well, I, as I say, there's loads out there, but. Yeah, don't. So I don't know where mine are. I've got that Rui Costa one in here, but yeah. that's it. I can take a picture of that if you want. <laughs> but you think people would still, you think they'd still be going because they were quite popular and I think people would probably still buy them now as little figures. Yeah, I don't know where they stopped. I mean, they've got the, um, the Premier League players in the Funko Pop form now, haven't they? Yeah, but I think these were cheaper. They but, were just, I think people would still have them. But yeah, anyway, so that's my. That's oh yeah, it's 100%, 100% yes. sweet. <laughs> so Steve, have we got any social media this week? Yeah, Al, the mum's picked Children's World. Do you remember when I had my birthday there? Oh my God, that. Children's World. Yes, yeah. it, it had that massive soft play area in. Yeah, yeah. And then you had the, um, the spinning yellow slide as well. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. So, so if you Children's know what World. Children's World is, um, it, was, it was like a clothes shop, wasn't it? It was like a shop. Clothes and toys, Clothes wasn't and it? toys. But they used to have a massive soft play area in the middle of it. And they'd have like a slide and stuff like that. And it was, it was an amazing place to go. Mm. Well, we barely ever went there, but I always remember it. It was great. I liked it when we did go there, yeah. And uh, I, my mum used to work there and all back in yes, the she did. early she did, 90s. Yeah. yeah. 
it's a B&M now. Ah, uh, disappointing. So, yeah, that's going in. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Mike, Michael Collins picked Independence Day. Oh, yeah. The, the original. Welcome to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not seen it for ages. Not seen the sequel. Don't want to. Jimmy, no! <laughs> <laughs> yep, sweep that in. That's a clean sweep, if you pardon yep. the pun. Again. So if you've got anything that you'd like to submit to 90s Corner, give us a shout, stillanowpod at gmail.com or Twitter and Instagram at stillanowpod. So that was 90s Corner, and now it's time for Frankly My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. <laughs> Frankly My Dear, I Don't Give a Damn. Frankly My Dear. So this is where Al takes a famous quote from a film or TV show and then recreates it with a, another celebrity of the celebrity world. They're usually pretty good, and I usually get them right. But I think the last one I didn't. I was a bit sad about that. So I have been struggling with this impression. <laughs> it's been oh, fucking hard. So I'm going to try and do a facial expression of the character um, to try and help you. Okay, <laughs> this is fucking shit, this one. You ready? Oh, you right. know what? Chris Comrade's going to love how shit this is because he'll fucking moan about it. Oh, yeah, he'll have his little comments as usual, won't he? Okay, are you ready? So watch the face as well. Come on. I'm always best friend. His mother. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want it again? I thought you were taking it. I thought you were on the toilet then. I know, but that might help. Right, you ready? I'll do it again. A boy's best friend is his mother. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely Clint Eastwood. Yes! <laughs> uh, well, I can't hear what you're saying. Is it a boy's best friend is his mother? Yes. Uh, Billy Elliot? No, it is Psycho. Oh, shit. Yeah. That was a good line. But one that, unless you kind of knew it straight away, you wouldn't get it. But at least you got the person. I was chuffed for that. I, I, I didn't, I didn't I tell you get it. Because it was fucking shit. <laughs> Do um do Clint Eastwood say in the classic line from Gone with the Wind? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Cheers. Right, anyway, that was Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And now let's move on to In the News. In every episode, Stu, oh, he has a go. He has a go, and don't have a go at him for having a go. He he writes a story that could be a news story, okay, and he reads that out. But then he also finds a real news story, <laughs> and then I've got to guess. Oh, Muggins here. Which one Stu's written, and which one's the bloody real one? <laughs> That's- Sake. <laughs> so Stu, well, uh, he also does sports results and weather and I don't know any old shite <laughs> pops into his noggin. Stu, get on with it, you old mug. <laughs> Thanks for the warm welcome, as always, Al. Right, all right. Uh, so, hello everyone. Here is your here's your news. Yay! <laughs> and here are your headlines. Uh, Elton John blamed for rise in weekend violence after saying Saturday night's all right for fighting. 
I love it uh, when you Mick, start a joke, and I can already guess the punchline, but I love it anyway. Mick Hucknall praised for helping vomiting elephants after holding back their ears. <laughs> holding back their ears. <laughs> and musicians advised... Oh, hang on, I'm a bit squeaky there. <clears throat> and musicians advised to get the Gloria Estefan vaccine by doctors who say that the rhythm is going to get you. <laughs> Very clever. Very good. That's story number one. A 19-year-old was arrested in St. Louis on Thursday evening for trespassing at a, brewer, a brewery. 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 Red lorry, yellow lorry. Brewery, which had an uncanny similarity to his own name, police have said. Bud Weiser... <laughs> was arrested by officers at a Budweiser brewery, <laughs> brewery after getting into an altercation with the security guard there. Weiser, uh, or Weiser, as he's more commonly known, was said to have entered a secured part of the building before refusing to leave. Weiser uh, is said to have had a history of trespassing. He was caught at a Rolling Rock factory in 2014, and an undisclosed peanut factory in 2018. He has been charged with burglary of the second degree and begins sentencing next week. Oh, okay. So that's Bud, Bud Weiser trespassing in a Bud Weiser okay. factory there. This is a difficult well, one because <coughs> well, that story sounds two, like something you'd make. Yes. Story number two, Judith Chalmers. Remember her? <laughs> this one's made up. I can already tell. Hang on. No, 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 no. Judith Chalmers is said to be trying to bring back Wish You Were Here once lockdown restrictions have been lifted. The 150-year-old presenter has met, <laughs> has met with ITV officials who are said to have given the green lights from the hit TV show to return. Remember that, Wish You Were Here? Good, weren't it? Yeah, I liked it was. It. Uh, Judith will link up again with current presenter Ruth England. And new presenter, Stephen Ootcase. <laughs> ITV head of content, David Turks and Caicos said. <laughs> What's that name you mean again? What? Say that name again. Uh, the ITV head of content, um, David Turks and Caicos. <laughs> you not heard of him, no? So he said, at first I was hesitant. They came to me, I said, Norway, you can't make it work. Judith said she had the whole crew back on board, even Ruth England. I said Jamaica, but apparently Ruth went to Chalmers um, about returning. She wanted to do it herself. <laughs> so, we start... <laughs> so we started rehearsing last week. I did my own COVID checks. I went to each person and asked them, germ, any? Oh, no? God. Then Judith came in with her lunch. I said, what you got there? She said, chili. I said, you hungry? She said, you hungry? I said, no. Can yeah. you leave it outside, though, while we do the checks? Because it smells Can you leave it outside? <laughs> she said, Yemen. I can do that. <laughs> I said, who you got for your cameraman? She said, Ray. I said, is Ray L. Loud? Oh, God. No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> she said, yes. I said, fine. They gave me their vision for the show, and I just loved it. I said, I told them not, for, not to, like, you know, rush her into shooting. <laughs> Any mistakes, and I can add a few edits and uh, special effects in post-production. The show is scheduled for shooting in 2022. 
So Al, God. Is, did Bud Weiser break into the Bud Weiser factory? Or has Judith Chalmers managed to get Wish You Were Here back in next year? What I thought here, Stu, is that the first story sounded like you'd really made an effort to be subtle and just like have one pun in it. And it really sounded like it. And then the second one just fucking blew it all away, didn't it? So obviously the yeah. second one's made up. Is that I was going to try and catch up. Yeah, Budweiser broke into the Budweiser factory. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, I was going to try and catch her up, but then I just couldn't help myself and then just <laughs> splattered loads of puns over the second one, as usual. <laughs> the best part, I thought, was um, who you got a camera? And she said, Ray. I said, is Ray allowed to travel? <laughs> like that bit. <laughs> that was awful. You could have and used Canada. Iran, Iran, Iran over here, but you know, you just didn't. You didn't go for yeah, the easy so ones, did you? <laughs> no, I made it challenging. Uh, do you want a bit of sport, Al? Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Fum has uh, made it through to the final of the World Tiddlywinks Championships. Yeah. <laughs> Table tennis, Annette Paddle is the new world champion. <laughs> and going back for a third week to lawn bowls, there was excitement this week when a sparrow landed on the green. Oh. Uh, travel. Yep. Stay indoors. There's a fucking oh. lockdown going on. Safe. Yeah? Safety first. Stay indoors. Stay indoors. And uh, the weather? Yep. Well, outside, Al, it's frightful. <laughs> the weather outside is frightful. <laughs> and that's your news. Thank you. Brilliant. Cheers, Stu. Right, let's move on to the section that everyone is talking about. Sorry, I mean that nobody is talking about. It we is are. Buster Mine. Hey? Hey? Bastermind is possibly one of my favourite and least favourite sections of the show um, for many Mm. reasons and um, if you've not listened before where have you been but Bastermind is where me and Stu give each other a subject to revise upon only from Wikipedia and we have to answer five questions on that subject it's a bit like Mastermind but it's Bastermind because we're bastards about giving each other shitty subjects so, Stu, last, in the last episode, I gave you the subject of Paul O'Grady, and you gave me... Jonathan Ross. You're supposed to do an impression of him. <laughs> oh, hang on. Jonathan Ross. Was. Was. You'd say was. Wallafan was. Wallafan was. Stu. Wibbly, wobbly, 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 was. So, Stu, I think wobbly. I'll ask you the questions first this week, if you don't mind. Go on, then. Okay, so Stu, your chosen subject is Paul O'Grady, Didn't and here know. are your five questions. Question one, what year was Paul O'Grady born? 1949. 1955. Oh. Question two, in which decade did he achieve notability in the London gay scene? 1980s. Correct. Yes. Question three, what city was Paul O'Grady born in? Liverpool. It was actually Tranmere. That's the same thing. Come no, on. No, it's not. It's next door. <laughs> yeah, but you could for any city's fucking next door to another city at some point. Question. Oh, that's would you have a go? Would you have a go at the presenter or mastermind? No, you wouldn't. I'd put him through his fucking chair. <laughs> Question four. 
He worked as a care officer in which council? Liverpool Council. It was Camden Council. Oh, shit. Uh, question five. What was the name of the BBC One sitcom uh, from 2003 to 2004 that he starred in? The Paul O'Grady Show. It was Eyes Down. I think shit. it was about bingo or something. I don't know. So, Stu, you scored one out of five. This fucking Liverpool isn't Tranmere. Oh, you go right. to Liverpool. You go to Tranmere and tell them that. Oh, well. <laughs> All right, now, Jonathan yep. Wass. Yeah. What was Wiz Wait Wav Worth? <laughs> <laughs> what is Jonathan Ross's date of birth? I know this because it's the same as yours. Well, the, not the actual year. But November 17th, 1960. Yep. Yes. Correct. He's got the same birthday as me. I found out today when I was yep. getting all these questions ready. But Stu wasn't born in 1960. No. 1961. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, who is Jonathan Ross's wife? Jane Goldman. And he won. <laughs> what was Jonathan Ross's debut TV presenting job? Ah oh, shit! Oh, I read about this one. Um, no, I can't remember. It was the last resort. Yeah, that was one as well that I thought. I bet he asks about that, and I forgot. Uh, what was the year that Jonathan Ross was awarded his OBE? Two thousand and eight. Two thousand and five. Uh, Jonathan Ross is currently a judge on which ITV show? Oh. Uh, the presenter factor. The what? <laughs> the presenter factor. No, the masked singer. Oh, all right. Yeah, fair enough. So that's it. You got two. Yes. I think I'm winning at the minute. I think I'm about 3-1 up now. Well, I'm just checking this Tramia thing now. So let's see if I can oh, take it to a library. No, because it's on Wikipedia. And I saw... What is? It, 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 all the answers have to come from Wikipedia. And it was fucking Wikipedia. So shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, I'm going to Google um, Tramia no, on, Wik- no, on Wikipedia no. in Tramia. No, I'm sorry, but Tramia well, is a different city to Liverpool. All right, I'm just checking. I don't believe you. Because oh. I think you've rigged it to win. Oh, all right. then. Well, Derby's the same city as Leicester then. That's different. No, it's not. It's the same fucking thing. Well, shut your trap. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but I asked you where he was born and it was Tranmere. Okay. I said Tranmere. No, you didn't. You said, oh, shut the fuck up. Right. Let's have our tie... It's in tie- Birkenhead, anyway. It's yeah, in let's Birkenhead. Have our, let's have our tiebreaker questions. It's a bit of fun. Here's your tiebreaker. Why are you a cunt? <laughs> <laughs> right. You ready for your tiebreaker? Yeah. Uh, what is Paul O'Grady's middle name? Alex. No, it's James. Well, then- and, um, okay, yours would have been, what was the year he presented Saturday Zoo? Uh... 95. 93. Oh, <laughs> I can see then, yes, 2-1. Yes. You head. don't concede, you lost. Birkenhead. Bastardmind, horrible, isn't it? <laughs> it's brilliant. It. It's Get brilliant. rid of it. No, we were, we're not getting rid of it. <laughs> People voted for it. <laughs> right, Stu, so, what's my topic for next week? Not next week, the next pit- episode. The periodic table. Oh, you wank! You absolute wanker! Fucking absolute hell! Bastard. Absolute bastard! Oh, you twat! 
You know what yours is? I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you'll get any of them. No, and you need. There's no way you're gonna be able to remember. Oh fuck! Right, do you know what yours is? Yeah, trousers. What? (laughs) What do you mean trousers? Trousers. There's a Wikipedia page for trousers. So yours is trousers. I'll probably read this one then. I didn't read the Paul O'Grady one. I forgot. (laughs) Oh, right. I thought I'd be all right. I thought you were just going to say Liverpool and um, yeah, Wigs. Yeah, fucking woman. Right. Now, uh, <laughs> let's move on from a very controversial buster mind and yeah. move on to Tales of the Bag O Nails. Every single week, still one of us, me or Stu, <laughs> me or Stu go down the pub to Bag O Nails, down in London Chan. Say, <laughs> I can't continue. And uh, what we do is we find a patron of the Bag of Nails, and we find we interview them, and uh, and we we play it back to you. <laughs> what a lovely treat! So, Stu, you went down to the Bag of Nails. You broke lockdown laws and went. That's it. You didn't really. Which is, this is all a joke. Um, I did it went down virtually. To, <laughs> you did it virtually. You went down to the Bag of Nails and you spoke to someone. So, Stu, I did. Why don't you uh, why don't you play as your tape? Yeah, he was a very nice chap, actually, Al. Um, yeah. You would have liked him. I bet I wouldn't. Here's a tape. Okay, thank you. Click. Oh, it's time now, okay, yeah. Hello, hey, I bet you were expecting one of them Borealis lot, weren't you, where you can get stuff. It's me, Malcolm Penguin Chase. <laughs> uh, Penguin Chase is double barrel. Don't forget it, all right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't hear me. All right, okay. But it's me anyway. Malcolm Penguin Chase here. I love my pub. And here are my tales of your bag of nails. My bag of nails. The bag of nails. Everyone's bag of nails. <laughs> <sighs> I tell you what, though, Ned. Right, before, before we continue, right, I like your in your news in your news section. Is that what you call it? In your news. Yeah, I like that. And I've done I've done one myself for you, lot. So I thought you'd appreciate it, right? Here, here's your news. Here are your newses. The inventor, <laughs> the, the inventor of predictive text was injured in a traffic accident. He's been baking by ambience by the horse pedal. <laughs> here's another one. Here's another one for your boy. Sorry. Here's another one for your headlines, right? A man, a man is from England. He's been jailed for breaking lockdown while standing in for his dad at work. The pheasant pluckers defence team said it was one of the hardest sentences they'd come across. <laughs> yeah. And a bit of breaking news. Of a, a local primary school has reported a major, major hide-and-seek accident. All involved, <laughs> all involved even, were rushed to the ICU. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. You, you get it, you can't. Yeah, well done. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, that's it. You should get me to do that from now on. I'm pretty good at I? Yeah. Remember the name? Malcolm Penguin Chase. And here's your headlines. Think about it. Anyway, back to the pub. So I was in here the other day and they've got this, uh, this Wi Fi, you know, that Wi thing, the internet on your phone. You know, when you want to go on the internet, but you Wi Fi. Yeah, they've got that down in there. So I said, what's the Wi-Fi password? And Bev said, you need to buy a drink first. I said, go on, and here's a pint. So I asked her again, so what's your Wi-Fi? What's your Wi-Fi password, Bev? And she said, you need to buy a drink first. It's all one word and all lowercase. Oh, fuck you, 
That'd be <laughs> right off there. Uh, your mate Dorge were near the other week. And oh, he was out, well, he didn't get in because he's barred, as you know, but he was outside and he found this lamp in the gutter. So he's rubbed it and this genie's popped out. And the genie said to him, I shall grant you three wishes. And Dorge said, I'll have uh, a bottomless pint of beer. So every time he chugged it, right, this pint refilled itself every time. You know, he's, he's got it for life. So the genie said, what's your next wish going to be? Oh, well, that's, ama- said, oh, that's amazing. I'll, I'll have two more of them. Because <laughs> 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 they'd always keep it up, so they wouldn't need another one, would he, Stu? That's right. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Breaking the fourth the wall. <laughs> oh, good. Biv. Hell, um, a lizard. A lizard walked in here the other day, pushing a baby in a stroller. Bev said, "What's your What's your kid's name?" Tiny said, "The lizard, because he's minute." <laughs> anyway, just before, just before I go, El, the um, the strangest thing happened in here earlier to do with my name as well. So a penguin came in earlier. He went up to me and he said, "Have you seen my brother?" I said, "I don't know. What does he look like?" <laughs> See you anyway, Al. It's been nice to uh, nice to do this message thing. And uh, like I said, if you want me for the news thing, then give us a share. All right. Yes, please, Bev. So that was um, Malcolm Penguin Chase. Can you tell him that we don't need him? We don't need him. I already did. <laughs> Look it out. Brilliant. So, Stu, next week I will. Uh, well, not next week. Next episode, I will take a trip down to Beggar Nails. I'll come back virtually. with a fucking story. Virtually. Well, yeah, virtually. Uh, so, Stu, that was the Tales of the Bag of Nails. And let's move on to Arnie Improves Things. I'll be back. If you've heard Stu's impression of Arnie, you'll know it's... Oh. Average. <laughs> yeah, it's about as good as my impressions. <laughs> so, Stu, well, don't put it down too much. <laughs> each in each episode, Stu finds a cassette um, that has something that Arnie has improved. We've had spaghetti bolognese. We've had yeah. uh, Chaz and Dave's. What was the song? Snookaloopy. Uh, Snookaloopy, and um, yeah. uh, other things as well. So, Stu, what is in Arnie improving this week? Antiques Roadshow out. Oh, lovely stuff. So we found a clip from 1991, uh, just when it was hitting the big... T- no, it wasn't 91, sorry. 97, can't 97. read my right. Oh, silly sod. So he'd hit the big time by then, and he thought he'd try a bit of... Um, I'll have a go on your Antiques Roadshow, and he took over presenting and being the actual dealer as well. Oh, fair enough. Uh, here's your tape. Thank you. Click. Hello, welcome to the Antiques Vulture. Who have we got first? Hello, Arnie, big fan. Um, how much for my boomer club? It's not a boomer. It's just a club. It's worth <laughs> nothing. Okay, thanks then. Up next. Uh, hi, Arnie. I have the jacket you wore in Terminator 2. I tried it on, but that's it. It's been a collector's item, so I... Thank you. I've been looking for this everywhere. Now leave. Now that's leave. Okay, fine. Thank you. And hi, Arnie. My name's Alex. Um, 
somebody asked me to bring all these old rare stamp collections in. Yeah, me from the podcast. That's it, Alex. <laughs> me from the podcast. You look like. Right, hold on a second. Can... About 13 years before we fucking started it. <laughs> no, even longer. 23 years. Before... We're breaking the fourth wall. Shut up. Yeah, I go to that school in Leicester with that popular kids do. But I've got no mates because everyone thinks I'm all right, mug. To be fair, though, I am. Anyway, I've got these rare stamp collections that, um, that I collect because I'm like that, you see. I found them in the um, headmaster's office. Um, he's actually my father as well. Don't tell anyone, though. <laughs> Who is your daddy? What does he do? Well, he's a headmaster, like I was saying. Like, Get out of here, you little shit. Leave this with me. I'll be back. No, Ali, I can't lose them because I'll get in trouble. You'll put me in the black book and I'll get detention. <laughs> what is with your voice, Alex? I don't know. I'm just a complete knobhead and no one likes me, see? I wish I could be like Stu. Get out. <laughs> it's really hitting home, this. <laughs> Uh, that, that's the end of that <laughs> a bit weird weren't it I didn't know you were on the Antiques Roadshow yeah I, I can't believe that I foretold the podcast 23 years before it started so you know just... yeah well because he was the time travelling Terminator weren't he so he must have mentioned it it all makes sense it all makes sense <laughs> yeah. I told I... you I'd get you back for that film about us oh yeah <laughs> so that's uh, so that's the episode guys so um, just want to go through a couple of quick things. If you have got anything to submit for 90s Corner, or you would like to submit your top three Simpsons characters that aren't Simpsons, then get in contact with us. We are stewandalpod at gmail.com, or we are on Twitter and Instagram at stewandalpod. Or if you'd just like to share anything. Or also send us pictures of your Corinthian figures, if you can. Well, that would be great to see. Yes, that would be good. That would be very good. Retweet them or whatever you do on Instagram. I'm not on Instagram. But Stu handles all that. So, Stu, have you got any I'll, I'll sort it out. Don't worry about it. it. Stu, I have got something to end the podcast with, but have you got anything you'd like to say before I uh, carry on? No, I'm all well. Okay. Stu, Barry has been in contact again. Yay! <laughs> I am, I am uh, running out of things for him to advertise now. So this might be the last that one until... Make- Barry, what Barry's going to do from now on, he's going to turn up at certain times of the year. So Valentine's, Easter, those sort of things with his businesses. <laughs> so if you mm. listen to the Christmas episode, um, Barry was still going with his um, Barry's Bollock Boutique and he was offering <laughs> Christmas presents and he is still continuing with his Bollock Boutique. But he's got a new advert for a new year, Stu. Are you ready for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should take... Here you go. Click. New year, new you at Barry's Bollock Boutique. <laughs> We've got the January sales going. There's no VAT on knobs. There's, we've got... <laughs> we've got bargains on bollocks and sales on scrotums. So why not start 2021 with sparky, sparkly, glittery, or shiny balls. But don't take my word for it. Listen to this satisfied customer. My wife... (laughs) (laughs) My wife was returning from her mother's and I wanted to greet her with a surprise. Barry glued broken mirror shards to my ball sack. (laughs) 
The missus took one look, screamed, and returned to her mother's. Thank you, buddy. I can eat my scotch eggs and drink my super strength cider in peace. <laughs> Call now to take advantage of our January sale. Use the code TESTIES2. <laughs> To get the cock covered in Swarkoski. <laughs> get the cock covered in Swarkovsky crystals completely free when you get the bollocks dipped in yogurt. <laughs> Call today and don't hesitate. Buddies. <laughs> Would you like your um, um, Would you like your bollocks covered in Swarovski crystals or whatever? And you can't no, dip in yogurt. Massive pass on that one. <laughs> um, one of our listeners, John Jones, actually said he was in a supermarket over Christmas and he he heard it someone in there that sounded just like the customer, not Barry, but the actual. Oh, the satisfied um, customer. The satisfied customer, yeah. But he wasn't too sure or not if he was actually buying Scotch eggs or not. I bet he was. I bet it was. I bet it's probably him. <laughs> so that is the end of episode seventeen. Happy New Year! If we've not said yep. it already to all our listeners, thank you for the downloads. Thank you for sharing um, what we do. We are really enjoying it. We're really looking forward to a positive twenty twenty one. We know we're back in lockdown, but we will try to keep you entertained in some small way. And I know that Chris Comrath was really disappointed that there wasn't an episode last weekend. So don't worry, Chris, we are back. Even though he said he didn't, he said it was better without us, didn't he, for a Saturday? But just I mean, if he, he missed us, he, we, we know he did. Us. It's he all right, Chris, we're back. Don't worry, we're lad. Don't worry. We're so, here now. There we go. Right. Say goodbye, Stu. See ya. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Bye